Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are hearing and seeing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Adam Levin Epstein, Director of Amtrak Guest Reward, and Ross Nislik, who's the Director of CRM Operations and Strategy at Amtrak. How are both of you today? Doing well. Doing well. Great. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, first off, we'd like to start these on a more personal level. So would love to know a little bit more about yourself, uh, your roles with Amtrak, and uh, kind of maybe a little bit about your work history, how you got into the customer loyalty space. Sure, um, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, Adam Levin Epstein, uh, been with Amtrak for um, a little over six years now. Um, I'm from the DC area, so it works out uh, well working with Amtrak. Um, I started off, I've been with the loyalty program at Amtrak the entire time. Um, I started off doing a lot with promotions, moved on to email marketing, and now I oversee the strategy of the of the program, uh, member engagement. Um, I got into the loyalty space really as a personal passion. Um, I'm one of those people who join every loyalty program and try to accumulate as many uh, points as I can. And part of the reason for that is I just love to to travel, and it's a great way to um, to to do that. Um, as far as you know, fun factor or passion, I'll say that I'm very into uh, sports and very into uh, watching movies and and tracking those movies, how many I watch and all that fun stuff. So uh, glad to be part Excellent. of this. Thanks, Mark. How many movies have you watched? I think it's about uh, 1745. 1745? Yeah. Oh, well, you've got, uh, I, I've got 1280 in my iTunes library. So nice. uh, I kind of like you. I don't watch a lot of series, but I love to watch uh, uh, movies. That's good. All right. Well, I think we're going to go over switch over to uh, Ross now. Uh, I'd love to know a little bit more about you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, a lot of my answers are exactly the opposite, Adam. I, I did not uh, grow up here in the D.C. area. Uh, grew up in Connecticut and actually came to Amtrak uh, just by way of some some other transportation providers. Spent a little bit of time in the airline industry. Um, really, what, what I did prior to coming here was public transit. Um, and then uh, came back in and did not start in, in loyalty here. Um, I started in our revenue management group um, and was working on revenue optimization. Uh, I did that for about uh, two, two and a half years. And then an opening in loyalty came up. Uh, I had been a guest rewards member since before coming to the company. Um, I participated in a lot of programs personally. Um, I thought it was an interesting area. And so joined the team about uh, the loyalty team about seven years ago. Uh, so, uh, have been here for a while, uh, have, have very much enjoyed it. Um, as I said, Adam, I do do a lot of travel. Um, I love to travel across the country, across the world. Um, and so, uh, definitely, you know, counting how many different places I visit and, uh, um, use a lot of loyalty points to, to get me there. Excellent. That's good. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with Amtrak, it would be good to have a uh, overview of Amtrak and uh, the heritage, uh, lineage, uh, how you guys were started, what you guys do. Uh, I'm sure people are familiar, but it would be great to have that detail. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a bit of an interesting story. We just came up a few years ago on our 50th anniversary as a company. We were founded in 1971. And really, the story is that um, since the inception of railroads in the United States, Commercial freight railroads were uh, operated passenger service in this country. It was all private. 
And as you get into the 60s, um, you the dominance of the airplane, of interstate highways, and it was no longer profitable to operate passenger railroads. Um, and uh, the private railroads in this country were not doing well. Um, passenger service was one of many headwinds they had in the business. And they were essentially looking to get rid of it. And uh, so the federal government uh, did not want to see a you know wholesale failure of all the railroads in the country, decided to come up with a solution. And that solution was Amtrak. Um, we are a private company, but we our sole shareholder is the United States federal government. So in, in that way, um, we have a little bit of a, a public side to us. Um, and what we do is we, we assumed all of those passenger lines that, that different railroads throughout the country had. Um, since that time, we've grown, we've cut some of them, we've added some others, we've revitalized our fleet, uh, but really it's been a journey of growth um, from there. Uh, I'll say right now is a very exciting time uh, to be here at Amtrak. Uh, we are seeing uh, historic interest and in levels of investment in passenger rail. Uh, it's recognized that um, we're a sustainable way to travel, um, a low energy, a green way to travel, and so that's getting us a lot of recognition that passenger rail has a place in, in the future of travel in the United States. So over the next 10 years, we're going to be going into a lot of markets where we don't exist today, um, both with new service and then improving service in our existing markets. So um, that's that's the quick 53-year uh, history, um, but uh, we're definitely a, an interesting entity in, in how we structure and what we do. What we do. Excellent. Uh, can you provide a brief overview of the Amtrak Guest Rewards Program, you know, how the program works, how members engage with it, and what are the benefits? Yeah, so Amtrak Guest Rewards is Amtrak's loyalty program. It is free to join. Uh, members can earn points both on and off the train and then use those points and redeem them for either Amtrak travel, gift cards, hotel reservations, and a lot more. Um, by traveling on Amtrak or also by using one of our credit cards, you can earn TQPs, which are tier qualifying points. And the more TQPs you earn in a calendar year, the more you can climb uh, and achieve status with our program. So we have uh, different status levels, select, select plus, select executive, which is our highest. And those all come with uh, different benefits. So these benefits could include things like a higher earn rate on your Amtrak travel. You're getting more Amtrak guest rewards points um, when you step on the train. Um, they could include upgrade coupons. So you buy a, a solid business class ticket and you want to use an upgrade to go to first class. Uh, lounge access. So a number of our stations have um, very nice lounges, including uh, at Moynihan Train Hall, um, our newest uh, lounge, which overlooks uh, the main hall. If you're in the New York City area and, and taking Amtrak, I would highly recommend uh, checking it out. Um, and just many benefits that are going to enhance your um, experience both on and off the train. Uh, I mentioned credit cards. We do have uh, two credit cards. One has an annual fee. One does not have an annual fee. And they both carry um, different benefits, such as earning points on all your spend, earning additional points when you buy a ticket with Amtrak or dining. And they also come with some of those uh, benefits I mentioned, like upgrade coupons, companion passes, uh, maybe a, a lounge pass as well. Um, throughout, uh, just a couple more things. You know, throughout the awesome. end, we do, we do run a few uh, you know, promotions. So these could be like point multiplier promotions, frequency offers, 
route specific. So you, you asked about how can members engage in the program. We'd like to offer them promotions to, um, you know, facilitate that engagement and, and, you know, get them on the train and, and taking part in Amtrak services. Okay. Excellent. Um, Amtrak has been recognized again as a finalist in this year's Loyalty 360 Customer Experience Awards uh, based on the brand's commitment to customer satisfaction and enhancing customer experience. Can you tell us more about Amtrak's success with customer engagement this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a number of uh, initiatives, but uh, one that we're very excited about is what we call uh, proactive service recovery. And, and really what that is, it, it started as a pilot program and it, it's grown. And uh, simply when you get on a train with us, you want to arrive on time. And uh, we do our best to make that happen on every trip. But um, there are issues that come up just as there are with, with planes and with buses um, and, and with traffic where uh, something comes up and we don't get you to that destination on schedule. And so really what we try to do with proactive service recovery is proactively reach out to customers, apologize for that experience, and in many cases provide uh, some form of compensation, typically in the form of Amtrak S rewards points. Um, so what we don't want to have happen is after you, you've already arrived late and now you need to pick up the phone and wait on hold and talk to our contact center agents to get uh, some compensation for your experience. So it's really a, it's an automated um process that runs on the back end that we've created um, and uh, is something that that we're proactively reaching out, communicating to our customers, both our members uh, who are automatically getting those points and, and non-members uh, where it's a bit of an acquisition opportunity for us. Uh, we offer the opportunity to join the program and to get the proactive service recovery points. Okay. You know, what resources uh or may ask a different question and when you do this proactive outreach uh when you engage with your customers that we've had kind of a service level issue you know how do you see that impacting long-term customer loyalty or engagement or your recovery efforts is that uh, is that obviously a positive potential opportunity yeah absolutely so um there's different ways to measure that and i think there's a short and a long term uh, so we have an internal customer satisfaction metric here that we uh, is generated by surveying customers after a trip. So one thing that we've done is we've we've looked to see whether if you get this service recovery against a control group, uh, do you um, actually rate us higher in that survey? Do, are these points making a difference? Um, is this something that customers actually value? And, and it does. It does noticeably uh, improve our customer ratings. So that's really the short-term view. And the longer-term view is if you are more satisfied, which we can measure with that survey, you're more likely to come back and take us again. Um, so we practice service recovery is a relatively new thing that we're doing. Uh, it will be very interesting to look over time um, how that encourages uh, future customer loyalty, uh, additional return trips, and and you know what we're gaining in terms of uh, keeping a customer after an experience that's probably not our best experience uh, and getting them reengaged to, to travel again with us. Excellent. Uh, and this is not the first time Amtrak has been recognized by Loyalty 360. In the past, the brand has received rewards in customer loyalty and customer experience strategy. You know, what resources or systems must be in place to maintain a level of excellence in your customer loyalty program? So, so I think one of the most important things um, is data. Um, when we're making decisions about, you know, the future of the program, what enhancements to make, um, what changes to make, looking at both loyalty data, 
um, as well as as travel data, um, you know, on the on the Amtrak side. So, you know, obviously it's important that we collect it, but we need to be reviewing it and making sure that we're acting upon um, the data to make these decisions. I think that, you know, we can come up with all great ideas in the world, but if we're not using um, the information to make the decisions, it, you know, it might prove futile. Um, so making sure we're able to get that, uh, get the data in a digestible way and that we're using it to make decisions. And, and can you share more about the role technology plays in your customer experience strategy and how it facilitates a, a longer and a stronger uh, customer loyalty uh, overall? Absolutely. Technology is critical and we um, it's in part just because of our scale. So this year we'll do about 32 million uh, trips on uh, across our network. We operate in uh, 46 of the lower 48 states. Um, and we have you know, a variety of different routes, different trains, uh, different service offerings. And so with that scale um, and complexity, and when we roll something like this out, in order to really touch a significant part of our customer base, uh, it has to be uh, at least somewhat automated. There has to be technology behind it. Uh, so with this particular effort, uh, we've implemented a CDP, a customer data platform. And that's really the place where we can unify all this data that used to be in very different areas. So we would have our member data in our loyalty system. Uh, we would have our reservation data um, with upcoming bookings and what trips you actually took in a different system. And then like the on-time performance data of the train, uh, that was actually in a third system. And so by implementing the uh, customer data platform, we're able to unify all of that data in a single place build an audience that gets pushed out to our uh, email communication tools uh, to, to get out to the customer to get the points to um, and to actually send them the email, letting them know that they got this. So really technology is, is critical to scale and making sure our data is available and accessible to execute the use cases that uh, we want to execute on. Excellent. And what emerging technologies would you like to learn more about? Uh, could you uh, even be maybe interested in implementing uh, in your rewards program in the future? Yeah, I, I think AI is, you know, extremely interesting. Uh, there's a lot of uh, interest, obviously, for, from all different sectors. But how can that make us more efficient? Uh, you know, today, Amtrak, like, like many companies, has some automated tools. If you pick up the phone and call us, we have an automated agent. Um, I'm really, but th those tools, they do very basic things. Um, so they can book a train ticket. They can give you your train status. Um, and anything when you need a little bit higher level of service, you're talking to our agents who, who are great folks, but there's scale limitations for that. Uh, sometimes you're going to call at, at a busy time and um, wait on hold. Or if you look at some of our email communications, we have templates that we write and um, those are sort of in our system that are going out when these things happen. Um, I think AI, uh, as it advances and matures, becomes um, really interesting in some of those cases where we can provide a little bit more of a cus uh, custom personalized touch to customers. Um, there's obviously a lot of challenges in that area too around you know safety of customer data, and ensuring that you know anything that an AI comes up with meets our brand guidelines. So I think there's there's uh, places to um, some challenges that have to be overcome there. But um, I think it would be really interesting to see five or eight years into the future um, if you can uh, if we could have an AI that say handles more complex customer inquiries, things that 
um, maybe can't do on the app or the site or um, handling escalations as opposed to just those those routine inquiries. So I think that's an area where I don't know if anyone knows where it's going to go, but just what's happened in the last year or two um, gets me very excited about what, where the future lies. That's awesome. Uh, when you look at uh, the customers, listening to the customers is the challenge that uh, brands have struggled with for a while. You know, listening versus hearing, being proactive. You know, how does Amtrak leverage voice of the customer feedback when they are implementing new technologies or determining strategies for an enhancement uh, to their customer experience or their cust- your customer loyalty efforts? Yeah, um, we talked a lot about uh, data earlier. I also think that hearing customers and, and listening to their feedback is imperative to improving the program as well. Um, so we do things like we periodically run uh, customer satisfaction surveys that might have, you know, how you would rate different things about the program, as well as asking open-ended questions and, and taking that information um, and seeing how it could improve the program. Um, Ross also spoke earlier about the customer satisfaction scores that we get when people travel on Amtrak. Um, there is, you know, ratings and open-ended feedback on those as well. And a, a recent initiative that we've done is taking a particular look at those scores for our members and, and specifically our tier members and, and seeing what feedback they have. And on many cases, replying directly to them to not only, you know, acknowledge the feedback, um, but to um, provide that one-to-one experience so that they're hopefully getting back on the train. And we're going to, just like Ross mentioned with the product of service recovery, we will be measuring uh, the performance of those uh, members um, that we've that we've reached out to um, on their future CSI and, and and performance. Okay, are when you look at customer loyalty, uh, you got into it because of the passion you have, uh, and it's great. There, I think there's more people that have passion in customer loyalty now than ever before. It, it's a growing uh, a trend, and it's great because you know we've a growing brand membership. We're working on very cool things, and obviously, you're a big part of that. When you look at other programs, are there programs you admire or you find yourself loyal to from a customer loyalty perspective? And and if so, what do you like about their offerings? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot. Of, you know, a couple that come to mind are actually out of the travel space. So I'll mention uh, Starbucks. Um, I think they do a tremendous job of really specifically targeting their promotions. You know, they know what types of drinks I have bought and might be interested in buying. Um, so they might send out a, you know, buy this drink, you know, twice in the next week. But, you know, my brother or friend might get a completely different offer catered to their preferences. Um, so I think from a targeting standpoint, they do a really good job. And that's something that I'd like to bring to, to Amtrak. Um, you know, we do a lot of targeting right now, but I think it's something that we could use to improve upon. Um, I'll also call out a Chipotle. Um, I think they do a lot of good things with their technology. Um, they've done a lot recently with app notifications and, and, uh, also very targeted promotions, time sensitive promotions. Um, so really using, um, different technology to promote the program. Um, you know, I really like something that they do is when you log into their site, they have like a notification, almost like a social media site where, Hey, you just earned 375 points. Here's what you can use them on. Um, so those two programs, I think, are doing a, a really good job lately. Okay, excellent. And when you look at uh, Loyalty 360, uh, you know, voice customer being important, what can we do to help you, your team, and Antrack with your customer loyalty programs? Yeah, 
So I think that the conversations with other leaders and loyalty um, are great. And I, I, I love participating in those uh, those conversations. So continuing on with those, I will call out that I really particularly enjoy the university sessions. Um, so when Hilton or another brand that's part of uh, Loyalty 360 um, does a half hour, half hour presentation on something that they've worked on, uh, I do find it really useful because that can really go in depth on what um, other other brands are working on. Excellent. Uh, well, Matt, thank you very much for that, uh, by the way. The, both the university sessions, the uh, next generation customer loyalty sessions are great. And we're going to have a surfeit of them in 24. Looking forward to that. Um, quick fire question time, fun time. Uh, I'd like to limit uh, the responses to one word or short phrases, or I get in trouble with the editorial team and I'm always in trouble with them. Uh, so we'll go ahead. I think, Adam, you're taking these. Uh, yep. What is your favorite word? Win. Win? Okay. What is your least favorite word? Lose. And nice. What excites you? Uh, like accomplishments, checking things off the list. And what do you find tiresome? Uh, arguments or conversations that go nowhere. What is your favorite travel destination? Uh, I'll go with Copenhagen. Okay. What profession other than the one you are in now would you like to attempt? NBA basketball player. There you go. Well, what is your favorite book recommendation that you make to colleagues? I'll say, I'm going to say something like Harry Potter or Dune to escape work for a bit. Okay. Excellent. What, uh, who inspired you to become the person you are today? My parents. Okay. What do you typically think about at the end of the day? Uh, what I'm going to have for dinner. <laughs> and how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully nothing's happened to me anytime soon. Uh, but I'll, I'll say someone that was a, a good friend or family member did the right thing and stood for what they believed in. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Adam and Ross, for taking the time to speak with us today. It was great uh, getting to know more about uh, both of you uh, and also about some of the really interesting and, and hopefully very, very proactive uh, things you're doing at Amtrak. It always seems to uh, be uh, it's something new that you're doing very well and, and, and you're kicking uh, kind of that uh, customer experience to a, a new height every time we talk. So it's great to, uh, to share that with our audience. So thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Absolutely. Thanks, and thank you everyone for attending. Make sure you join us back again soon for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. And until then, have a wonderful day.